Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, so I've been very excited about a new podcast, an up-and-coming podcast by a big celebrity. Her name is Dina Lohan, and uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, Beaches. Hi. So, um, okay. Uh, apparently, Dina Lohan has had an, a very exclusive interview. Oh, mm, so exclusive. The Daily Mail. She called the Daily Mail. And I want to hear all about what she has she to actually- say. About her brand new podcast. Yeah, no, when I saw this article, I was like, you guys, we have to talk about this because I'm starting to think there's something going on here with this podcast. Um, we'll get to that in just a moment. But the the exclusive, um, and this was actually an interview on Daily Mail TV that she did to talk about the launch of her podcast. Well, also, like, don't you go on and do interviews when you have a podcast to listen to? Right, like that. Like you don't. You, you put it in the can. You don't go. You don't I'm going to do, do this thing, and I want to talk to you about this thing. I'm going to do. You don't do media before you do the thing. No. Like, just peel back the curtain for a moment. Colleen and I have been working on a podcast. We've have we done interviewed about it? Zero interviews about Thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we mostly because I don't think. <laughs> well, we actually have stuff in the can. Yeah, we actually have stuff in the can. We're not even ready. Like, so there's a process. More on that in a bit. Here is the exclusive interview that I wanted to share because it will just make your head explode and it's going to give you all sorts of opportunities to just be like, oh, for the love of God. And ultimately, frankly, you're going to want to hear whatever comes out of uh, her mouth in the form of a podcast. If it ever does, I don't think it will. But more on that in a minute. Now, I keep saying, let's get on to this. So she sits down and talks to the Daily Mail TV in an exclusive chat. Oh, yeah. And Dina, you'll remember Dina is doing this podcast. Listen to me, the OG Mama D. With? With her co-host, Chanel Omari. <laughs> so Dina and Michelle gave an exclusive <laughs> sneak peek. So sneak. Did you see the album art? Oh, gosh. Did I? So they did a sneak peek into their pod. Oh, my As well gosh. as some updates on Dina's virtual soulmate boyfriend. We can talk about that, too. Aww. But do you like the adorable, like, do you feel like it's one of her kids? Kind of Selma and Louise. It's like. But notice they put Chanel in the back seat. I know. <laughs> and like, so like her co-host is in the back seat. Also, did her kids do this? I, with clip art from yes. like. 1994. So I the, in this interview, she talks about, and I love this, oh. host Dina will tackle a wide range of... Now, please, we've said this before, but we're doing this for the audience who's just joining us. So explain what this means to me when I say these words. Okay. Host Dina will tackle a wide range of topics in the podcast, such as relationships, raising children in show business, and the current COVID-19 crisis, along with co-host Chanel. You want me to explain what that means? I mean... It means she's trying to tell you she's going to tell you some stuff, but she's not going to tell you nothing. Yeah, like, right? (laughs) She's not going to say a damn thing, because this is not... And if this is the plan... Yeah. 
Roll it out, girl. Dina says, you know, my children are like, mommy, it's your need to talk. I want to have guests on that feel comfortable and safe. It's a safe environment. I'm not an angry person. I'm not going to delve into anything they don't want to say to me. So I think for me, that's really important for the others because it's happened to me. What? Okay. So again, how are we feeling about where this is going? Not good. Why don't, was that a different language you just spoke to me? I think. Okay. Uh, Denise. Denise. Now she's taking the reins and the microphone alone with her co-host Chanel. No, okay. I don't, when you do something with a co-host, you're not doing it alone. Uh, And then Chanel blows smoke up her derriere and Mm -hmm. says, when we were growing up, we would always say, what would Mama D do? She's created one of the biggest superstars in the world, and she did it with grace and love. Obviously, none of us are perfect. We've all had our ups and downs. But here was the point that I wanted to end on, and then we can talk about what this means. Dina and Chanel have had their noses to the grindstone. Maybe it's just because I'm personally offended. Dina and Chanel have had their noses to the grindstone during quarantine to get their podcast off the ground. Sometimes, wait for it, Sometimes these two have spoken five or six times a day about planning. Okay. I, I'm going to say something. Um, we do a three and a three hour radio show each and every day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Three full hours mm-hmm. live in the microphones, not recorded. Yeah. And we talk for 45 minutes prior to the show which is about a lot maybe longer than some people do and we also have by that point spent a little time on our own to plan the show but they don't have a show to speak of and they're speaking five to six times pull the do it what? Yeah, like I just Go. love how they're like, oh, they're so busy doing busy work, busy things, and they're gonna talk about so much that's relevant. I hate when people do this thing where they're like, and the Kardashians are the chief, yeah. you know, um, you know, victims, not victims, perpetrators of this crime, which is to be like, we're doing this thing and it's a very expensive, rich and successful thing, and we're doing it because we're the billionaires. And, and they're gonna talk about the thing that things. they're gonna do, but not do the thing but that nobody's, they're gonna do. You're not actually doing anything. You're trying to get attention, Dina Lohan, and mm. you're gonna flip on a mic and mm. and pass some gas mm-hmm. and hope that it passes muster. And here's what I will tell you, it ain't. And again, I know I'm being very negative, so I will move it to a positive at some point. <laughs> However, for right now, I feel like evidence suggests it's okay you're a man you get to have opinions oh that's true (laughs) whoa that came out of left field do you need to work something out no okay that was just some old stuff it's fine it's out now um it's evergreen it is but seriously um (laughs) when you're telling people nothing believe you me yeah that's nothing like i see there's nothing there there's there there's nothing there there (laughs) no i i what I hear you saying in all of that is if during the interview about the thing you're going to do, you don't even tell us about the thing that you're going to do. You just talk about the thing you're going to do. We know that the thing you're going to do is going to be do do. Yeah. Cause if you didn't do you see, you want to did not do because <laughs> exactly. if you didn't do 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 on you, <laughs> I mean, it's literally just a lot of them squawking, trying to get attention. And so, okay. So the the moral of this uh, morality tale, very quickly, 
to wrap it all up is simply this. I went to find the podcast because I'm like, surely by yeah. now it's listed. It's no. not even listed anymore. No, because it's not a thing yet. I don't. And I, it's not going to be a thing. I don't think it is either. And let me tell you, I'm going to say this. If you are a person who's able to get this level of media for the thing you're going to do, but you haven't done yet, you better be able to make pigs fly with your words. Yeah. It better be so good. And that's the, that is the problem. Like there's no soft launch to this thing. That's like when you open up a restaurant and you tell everybody about how great your restaurant is, and then you invite everybody in the first day, that's not a good plan. No. And like, because that's when things go all the way wrong. You got to get the kinks out a little bit before you're telling everybody how great it's going to be. And if you are going to do this early thing, you would say in our first episode, we're going to talk about this, getting me excited for what I'm about to see. You would give me a taste. Mm-hmm. They're not even giving us an amuse bouche. Not even my bouche is not amuse. Okay, we're I don't. not even getting what? a kernel. Okay. No. Okay, again, kernel. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, oh, oh no, oh, oh no, I gotta get all fired up again because oh. we gotta talk about cutlery. What's cutlery? Cutlery's a publication ship. Janine Garofalo and Bob <laughs> McCracken. I'll ask you again, what is cutlery? Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. And what is a publationship? A uh, publationship is a relationship for publicity. And we're going to check in with cutlery when we come back on My Talk 1071. Hi, it's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up? And uh, we like to check in what, with uh, what we call a publationship. What is a publationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity, often exhibited by celebrity couples. And the celebrity couple in a publationship that we are going to be focusing on right now is one that we call cutlery. What is cutlery? That's uh, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. We try to do like Cavallari, and it just didn't work. So cutlery. Cutlery. Yay. All right. So we've been following cutlery because they've been, (laughs) bless you. Wait, that was was not a sneeze. sneeze. That was, I'm getting ready for some serious publationship business. He's sharpening his knives for the cutlery. (laughs) Okay. So they've been been going through a big divorce situation, right? Like very suddenly and very like rapidly. Mm Mm-hmm. So what is the new cutlery news? Well, it's not about... So yesterday, I mean, this has been a story that has been going... We have been talking about these fools since uh, they were quarantined in the Bahamas. Bahamas. No, they weren't even... They were like stuck in the Bahamas. Yeah. Trying to get home so they could quarantine it. Posting pictures of themselves yeah, on it, beautiful beaches, yeah. wanting us to feel bad for them. I don't. It's anyway. Uh, it's a whole. Other I don't world. like to it's talk a whole about new it. World. But uh, then, he, then when they got home, we started talking about the fact that they were uh, going to divorce. But they did this thing like, oh, everything's fine, and we're going hand in hand into the future alone. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> and then very quickly, actually, like within a day, uh, there were some court documents filed indicating that she wanted full custody of the kids, uh, was claiming that he was either like a dirty dog or a nasty beast mm-hmm. or a hound, horny hound toad. 
something. He had done something wrong but wasn't saying. And then very quickly, the couple resolved their divorce issues, like in record time. And I don't know if it was coronavirus and the fact that they were living on top of each other, although separately because they weren't technically on top of each other because they don't do that anymore because Mm -hmm. they're not wanting to be married. Right. I don't know if it was that or if there was... I tend to think that there was something real dirty and juicy uh, that one of them used on the other to wrap this thing up quickly. Okay, I'm here for that conspiracy theory because because it did wrap up real quick. It wrapped up too quickly as far as I'm concerned for them to both say, oh, we're going to do this together. Everything 50-50 down the middle. He's going to give her money to move on with... Uh, her well, he's going to free up money so that she can buy a home for her uh, and the kids um, when they're not with him. So that all seemed to wrap up in a nice little package yesterday, mm-hmm. or as late as yesterday. And uh, we're still talking about them today. And the reason is because of this page six headline, which made me think, okay, wait a minute. I thought we were done with these two. Like they've wrapped it up. They are copacetic. They have made an agreement. Everything's fine. But then this headline happens. Kristen Cavallari divorces Jay Cutler because he's lazy and unmotivated. Okay. Um, I'm going to say a couple things just based on that. And then I want to hear more. The first thing is that sounds like a complaint a human might have with their significant other but not maybe a grounds for an entire divorce. Also, I find it really difficult that a former professional athlete is, quote, lazy. Yeah, it seems like a stretch. And then you ask yourself, well, why are we being told this? So page six was told this by a source. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't know what that means. But sources say, so multiple sources say, mm-hmm. that after his broadcasting career faltered, the ever-ambitious Cavallari, okay, okay, who announced... So, like, he's... So she's ambitious and he's lazy. Yeah, he's lazy. Who announced in late April that the pair were splitting found him unmotivated and even lazy while he found that he had a penchant for hanging out with their three kids and a menagerie of animals on their Tennessee farm. Uh- she was growing incessantly impatient with him. He was supposed to take this big job at Fox Sports after a life of football that would get him up off the couch and do something. Instead, he backed out. Blah, 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 blah. So then it just says that he became this big loser who was hanging out with their kids on their farm doing nothing. Wait a minute. That Okay, can I? I this is my big thing. If he said that about her, we'd be having... That would be a whole different. What I'm saying is it goes. What am I saying? <laughs> what you're saying is that to call him lazy for hanging out with their kids. I, I think that I don't have kids, but and you're you're, yeah. you're the parent in this situation. Tell me if I'm wrong. But if you're hanging out with your kids, you're parenting. So yeah. you're not being lazy. You're being a parent. And to your point, if yes. we were to say mm. of her. Here we go. Thank you. If we were to say of her, she's been hanging out with her kids and being real lazy lately. Excuse me, please. She's a mom and she's raising her kids. Right. And she would not allow that. If he said, I'm divorcing her because all she does is sit around and hang out with the kids. She'd be like both middle fingers up. You're rude. You're wrong. And you don't understand. The, The point is this. Dads and moms 
both have equal responsibility with their kids. And if he's being lazy because he's hanging out with the children, that is called parenting. Yeah. And I don't like this story anymore. And I think that it's being pushed by somebody on her camp. And yeah. more on that later. Also, we we see you. Yeah. We hear you. Duh. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. We're going to talk about them after this on my Talk 107.1. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in a state that looks like a giant human genital. It's called Florida. And sometimes other places. Where are we going first? Vermont. All right. We are going to Ludlow, Vermont. Mm. And WCAX, WCAX has the story. A guy from a place called Windsor, Vermont is facing charges lately, Colleen, for doing lately. something <laughs> that he did. Okay. So um, if I just told you, that would be like no fun, right? No, so true. I have to like true. ramp it up a bit. Yeah, ramp that up. So I want to tell you about 39 year young. Benjamin Steerman. Okay. And Mr. Steerman went into a store on Main Street in Ludlow last month. Now this, let's see, last month. Yep, still be Corona times. I don't know what was open. But anyway, it was a food establishment. It was a particular kind of food establishment that he went into and did something. Was and the, it a fast kind? Kind of, okay. yeah. Fast, casual. No, it's like a fast morning experience. Oh, like a bagel shop? Close. Like a coffee shop? Like well, a donut shop? Yes. Round with a hole in the yes. middle. Yes. Now, this uh, is a part of our story, the round with the hole in the middle. Okay. Did he do it with the donuts? Well. Stop. Okay. I want to tell you this story about a guy named Benjamin Stearman. He's 39 years young. He walked into a Dunkin' Donuts. And he dunked something else in the donuts? And he dunked his dink... <laughs> no. In the donuts. No. He got six glazed donuts on his Schwanson group. Stop it. Before- <laughs> no, I totally made it. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I've loved some donuts in my life, but not like that. <laughs> no, uh, he did not love, but he did try to love up on the clerk and exposed oh, himself. Mm-mm. And I know Holly's busy, so she can't give us the, the delightful sound mm, effect. I think I can. Hold can on you? a second. Uh, so he walked up and said, I like a donut. I'd like one of them oh, donuts. My volume isn't oh, up. Don't worry. There it is. He exposed himself. There it is. Thank you. And uh, was consequently charged with uh, some exposing himself and lascivious conduct, <laughs> and was told to keep his long john in his pants from here on out. Nasty. Can you imagine? I mean, I just feel bad for uh, you know donut workers of the world generally. Yeah, that's nasty. Um, but to then have to deal with this, and yeah. Then, and then I would just like to remind you. Benjamin Stearman, age 39, is now going forever going to be Googled. Yeah. 
and have this yep. attached to him. That's 100% true. You showed your schwantz at the, at the Dunkin' Donuts. Ugh. It's nasty. Donkin. <laughs> For our next... Dunkin' Dongets. For our next... <laughs> story. Mm. We're going to Utah. Um, and I don't know who to blame here. But I can think of a few people. Um... We are going to meet a five-year-old. Okay, let's He's, blame the five-year-old. Yeah, we're not blaming the five-year-old. Okay. Although, I don't know. Um, a five-year-old who was caught in the act of doing something that five-year-olds traditionally don't do. And that was driving a car on the interstate. Okay. Did you hear about this? No. This oh, did This five-year-old, maybe. yes. This five-year-old driver was pulled over by cops about two or three miles from his home. He was driving his parents' car. He was pulled over by a trooper by the name of Rick Morgan, who noticed the car swerving so badly on Interstate 15 in Ogden, Utah. Ogden. But they spell it O-D-G-E-N. Doesn't oh, matter. Anyway, uh, he thought that the driver was impaired or maybe possibly needed medical attention. Um, little did he know the driver was a five-year-old who what? was driving 32 miles per hour in How an area with a speed limit of 70 miles per hour. The boy did not respond to the lights, but he did pull over when the siren started. The trooper approached the vehicle expecting to find somebody who needed an ambulance or paramedics, but noted instead that it was an underage driver, a five-year-old. How was he able to reach the pedals? Behind the wheel. Uh, he's a. Uh, he looked like he was sitting on the edge of his seat to reach the brake pedal. He looks like a... See. He looks like a... If I saw this kid, I wouldn't necessarily think he was five. Okay. But he definitely looks not eight, even. Oh, wow. That kid is big. It's a large five-year-old. Yeah, like, he does not look five. He looks like he's, like, ten. Also, they've obscured his face in this picture, and it looks like he has a hole in his face. (laughs) It's very odd. Anyway, uh, the, the picture of him that's on social media. In any case... He what do you want to know why he was driving? Why was he driving? He was going to California to get a Lamborghini. Okay. Now here's who we <laughs> are gonna blame. Order one on the internet. We are gonna blame his sibling. Because his sibling, his 16-year-old sibling on Monday, was supposed to be watching the five-year-old and decided to take a nap. And when that sibling woke up, the keys were t- gone and the car was gone and the child was gone. How old was the sibling? 16. Oh, okay. So the sibling presumably had the access to the keys. Yep. Because I was like, what are keys doing and a car doing at a house with a five-year-old who's by himself? Can you imagine? No. I would be mortified and thanking whatever deity I pray to that my child was alive and well after that freeway gambit okay i'm gonna just confess something right now one time in a very 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 private lot parking lot situation that was not in a public area i allowed my 13 year old oh to drive like, like 
when you're 13, you around can like drive tractors and things. totally. Yeah. So I let the- him drive the car around the parking lot. I he was terrible, and he, you know, like because he was like, how do I even control such a big? And I was actually happy about that, right? That he was taking seriously the fact that this was a large piece of machinery. He had watched me operate this machinery for all of his 13 years, right? He's asked me many questions about driving. Mm-hmm. And still, I shudder to think of what would have happened if he would have been out on an actual road. I just remember getting behind the wheel at 16. I was, it was not cute. Innate. Not the first time. It was I, not cute. I, it was not good. And that my poor instructor kept slamming on that. Yes. Because, um, you know, they had the brake on their side. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Was it right hand turns? Yeah. What? Right hand that turns were hard? were hard. Yeah. Oh, I thought lefts were terrible. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I left hand turns. But here's my issue. here's my insight for you: if left hand turns are hard, three three rights make a left. It's true. Just keep going. Pew pew pew. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Two wrongs don't make a right. They make a left. But two out of three ain't bad. That's true. And what's bad can always be worse. That's true. Do you want to give us another crazy, stupid idiot, Bradley, or should we just get out of here? No, I would like to give you another crazy... Give it to me. Are you in a hurry or something? No, I don't got anywhere to to be. No. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, we'll sit back and... Okay. Hear this tale. The tale of a fateful trip uh, and aboard this... Anyway, Texas. That's where we're going. (laughs) Sounds good. And I want to tell you about um, a lawyer who was not given sanctions recently after doing something. Mm. So um, and the judge who ruled in this case, it's a U.S. District Court judge for the Southern District of Texas, said one of the sentences a judge does not imagine, much less welcome, is writing, which includes the words butt shaking in a description of a lawyer's alleged actions at a mediation. So a lawyer shook a butt at a mediation? Yeah, so apparently a Texas lawyer shook his butt at opposing counsel and directed obscene <laughs> comments toward him. It took me the longest time to figure out was he doing what was he twerking or was right, he what just is that like was it shaking? an offensive butt shake? Was it a bare butt shake? Was it like uh the butt shake in uh Ace Ventura? Mm, excuse me. <laughs> Do you have a mint? Or, or perhaps, perhaps some, some banaka. Banaka. <laughs> which they still make. Apparently, the guy... It, it all has to do with this mediation. I don't care about the mediation. I just care... I just care. <laughs> I just care about the original thing. And there's no indication in this particular article why he was shaking his derriere at his mm. opposing counsel. But I do wonder, how does that work? Like, you're like, oh, I'm so angry at you. Oh, shake, 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 shake. Right? Right. Like, why do you need to shake your butt at somebody? I don't a, know. I think it's usually very it's, weird. It's like, unless you're a monkey, right? Like, monkeys probably use their butts to, like, communicate. Yeah. They also use what's in their butts to <laughs> communicate. Yeah. I wonder Luckily, what's inside their butthole. <laughs> I mean, maybe I it's aliens. I always want to know. Maybe it's inside- astronauts. I always want to know. Aliens? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, this guy, it, I don't know if he was actually showing his behind. I just get the impression that part of the the obscenity involved shaking his butt. I just feel like there's a better way to be, you know? Yeah, man. Mm. There's a way better also, way to be. Also, shaking the butthole is usually a scent. Or, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant to say butt. <laughs> you meant the whole butt. 
<laughs> has a whole different meaning. I mean, it is a full moon tonight. Oh, <laughs> so true. Uh, it is true. Mm. Are we cheeky. done now? Yeah. Are we done? Okay. We're going to, when we come back, play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Bye. Stay with us. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.